You're listening to Metallurgy, your weekly offering for metal news, reviews, and complete randomness. Please be warned, the following show may contain suggestive language and mispronounced names and or bands. Enjoy. Coffee's gonna do uh, a number on my stomach, and I need to take a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency. <laughs> oh yeah, I hold I hold the attention of the audience for five minutes. All I have to do is hit the stop button. <laughs> oh fuck, that's no fun. You can I have mean, a conversation. Matt can come in. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> if I thought Matt could come in, it wouldn't be a problem. But. Yeah. Wow. He's basically going to be in this. You realize this. I think I said it's this last begun. time. He's so much louder. I know. He's just going to take it. But within the next 15 minutes, he'll end up in that yeah. fucking chair. You should. Just sit right there. Nah, that's cool. You can be on your phone. Okay. Anyway, so we were each going to review an album. Um, See, we need to introduce ourselves every time. You know, actually, we should introduce ourselves every time. Yeah, you know, hold on. Let's just let's just act like we're starting right now, because this is basically. I don't give a fuck. No, you know what? I let, let me just say this, so it's said. You guys kind of need to write down like a basic script. No. Of, like, show starts. We introduce ourselves. Talk about bullshit news. Talk about our album. Say, oh, at the very end, this is the album I give you. I don't like See, it I'm that telling way. You, he's a fucking producer. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't. I like freeform. I like it laid back. It's still freeform, but you still, like, instead we, we, of, like, halfway into the episode, you don't go, I'm the Obinardi, by the way. Well, that's the fun of it. Who gives a shit? How about, how about I get my way, you get your way every other episode? How's that? I'm fine with having a structure normally <laughs> myself. General structure. So. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to be exact. No, no, that's uh-uh. what I'm saying. We could also work this out as we do it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, for anyone paying attention, <laughs> uh, the only person whose name has been said so far is the person who's not in the podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I said Dino's name. Okay, so my name has, which is fine, my name doesn't need to be said. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You're going, <laughs> it's still in the first one. It is in the first one, although I'm thinking about putting in some guitar squeals, whatever my name is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> just like Metalocalypse. With the... Uh, yeah, that'd be funny. If we just never say my name ever throughout the entire podcast. I think. What about a pseudo? A pseudonym? Like Euronymous. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be replaced, man. Yeah. Let's just call me... Uh, let's just call me uh, the dude. Basically. That's a level that you need to like. There's, I need to achieve it, right? Yeah. yeah. I have not a little. Many audacity. people aspire to that role. Yeah. Well, I'm getting there one step at a time. 
anyways, we are we're gonna be reviewing some albums. I don't actually know of any news going on in the community at the moment. There was one thing that we were gonna talk about. That was guy it, uh, in Sweden. Oh. <laughs> yep. Which I basically that is know really weird. the headline of it, and yeah. I, I didn't read the article. I read the article. Yeah. So, um, I guess some guy in Sweden is addicted to heavy metal music. Addicted, in quotes. He can't hold down a steady job because he spends all of his money on going to shows and, like, staying up all night listening to music and buying, like, all these albums. And his whole life is completely taken over by being into heavy metal. Which, to me, it's like... It sounds kind of like a cop-out. Like, I can't hold down a job because I want to go party at a metal show. But on another level, it kind of feels like, well, he probably does have a mental illness because that is, like... That's, yeah. That's, like, that's that's irresponsible, um, like, like, to a, a really high level. Of it. It's a really high level. It might not even be the addiction that's the illness. It might be, like, the underlying... Yeah, I was wondering because it's, like... <clears throat> it points in the direction of an addiction. Yeah. But is is it like a its own subset of addiction? I mean, like, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Are you are you done? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like it's a psychological addiction. So I mean, if you're talking about a psychological addiction, that's usually going to be caused, I think, by something else going on. Yeah. You know, like maybe the guy had like some traumatic thing happen when he was like 13 years old listening to a Def Leppard album I don't know and you know now he's that's the only way he can cope with it with anything is that I don't I mean I don't know I'm completely yeah right same here but, but yeah I, it's part of me thinks it's just coming out of his ass just mm -hmm. you know I, I like to go to metal shows I like to listen to metal music I mean we have that's why we're doing this podcast. We, yeah, we, we like it like too, to but yeah. we have, we have lives beyond that. Yeah. And I feel like that energy, if he's going to that many shows and listening to that many albums, couldn't he focus that into like a reviewer or something like some profession? Like, which is which is why I think like the symptom itself sounds super bunk to me. Yeah, but it feels like well, he probably is really sick because he has. He's going through the world, like, with the amount of responsibility that, like, a teenager has. Where it's like, oh, fuck work, I'm gonna go to a metal show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, on that level, it feels like, like, he has some sort of, either, like, mental deficiency or, or, like, illness. But we all on. wish we could do that. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's the <laughs> He's just acting he, on but, it. No, but you know... <laughs> You know what is now the state is did you actually check it out the state is has uh, approved his uh, benefits so he actually gets to do that for the rest of his yeah. life and be completely comfortable um, and have a steady job and money and unemployment benefit or not unemployment but um, additional benefits coming in <clears throat> for I guess work loss or whatever. Because it was 300 shows a year, right? It was something, something crazy. Yeah, like, I don't even know how I could find 300 shows to go to in a year. I mean, I'm sure if I tried, I could do it, but... 
Yeah, and I, you know, and therein lies some of the some of the problem too, because you know, not all three hundred of those shows are quality shows. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, God, I wish I could just get a list of them and just judge like, him is for he, it. Like leaving the country to find some of these shows, or does he just not care? Is it like? Some of those shows are like at the dive bar down the street with like a Motorhead cover band that's half drunk, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, is it just, yeah, just oh, I went to a cafe today and saw some open mic shit, mm. and that was one of my days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel bad for the guy though, because um, I do think that there's something going on there. So I feel bad for him in that sense, but. Now that I guess he's got that those benefits coming in, I don't now. Now I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I don't have enough information to have like a real opinion about him or. Yeah, because I was thinking, I'm like, there, if he did get the benefits, then there must have been some convincing evidence of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure some psychologist must have seen it. Like, even if it isn't, you know, even if you really can't be addicted to music, there's got to be some sort of sickness going on if somebody's going to be that you know at least as an adult irresponsible i mean probably a very young-minded person maybe some trauma history or something i i I have no idea but yeah i would be willing to bet that something something either happened or he just didn't develop on the same trajectory or something happened you know where he's very young-minded or or you know, or he's just not able to cope with any situations in any other way. What if <clears throat> less seriously we all have been in that uh, moment where we're like, we you know, I'm metal running through my veins and he actually needs it to live. <laughs> 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 well, you know what I think is like, you know, if something traumatic did happen and then this becomes like a coping mechanism for like anything that's like difficult to deal with well then that makes his life harder to deal with right because then he doesn't have a job or money so then it fuels the the need to cope with it in this unhealthy way and it just becomes like this really detrimental cycle of wasting all your money and being irresponsible and and going to all these shows but that makes it sound like more sad than I want it to be. I you want it to be this like this is a funny podcast. No, no, I, I just <laughs> like when I read that headline, I was just like, that guy goes to shows. He's like, man, I fucking can't wait for this. Like, this is awesome every day for. Does yeah forever yeah. By the way, can you imagine that guy when he's like an old man? Like, what is his life gonna be like? Imagine the stories that yeah. you have. Like he. Would have I, I don't know if he goes backstage, but it's like oh yeah he must he at has, this he, point it's a one up of everything he must like you can say whatever show you want and he's like oh yeah this one time I went to this show and I got yeah I got blazed with Saxon you know <laughs> exactly I'm yeah I'm sure if you go to that many shows all the time you get to know the people that work the clubs they probably end up. Yeah, liking you, letting you go backstage. Everyone probably knows who he is. The bands probably know who know who he is at this point. Yeah, I mean, if the venues are small enough. But that's assuming that the guy is cool. That's true. Like, if he's not a cool person, then he's probably either pissing off a lot of people or just sticks to himself. But if the guy's cool, he's getting hookups. Like, dude, you could just go backstage whenever you want. <laughs> Do drugs with any band you want. Like. Anyone. Yeah. 
I just have this image of this guy who's like 35 but has like the interpersonal style of like a 15 year old boy. Yeah. It's kind of like the image of this person that I have in my mind for some reason. Yeah. I feel like realistically that's probably correct. Yeah, that's the, that's the only way I could think of it. Um, but man, that's a lot of that's a lot of shows to go see. Yeah. I don't have any interest in going to that many a year, I don't think. Yeah. I, I feel like I'd get burnt out pretty easily. Even anyway. half is... <laughs> I know, I know. Like, I'm pretty... I think good. I need 10%. I need 30 shows in a year. Or 15, you know? Yeah. And that would be, like, a goal. I wouldn't even get there. It'd be, like, I see, like, six or seven concerts in a year or things, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, last year, last year I went to a lot of shows, though. I probably went to, like, eight shows. Oh, uh, no. Oh, yeah. Last year was, was a busy concert year for me. <clears throat> and that's including, like, events, too. Like, uh, like some, like, Hood Slam. I went to Hood Slam. Is that considered a concert? Uh, that's why I'm just saying, like, a show. Yeah. If you, if you include stuff like that, I've been to, like, quite a few now. Yeah. I definitely have not. I want to up my concert game but yeah. i don't ever i don't research that stuff so <clears throat> i only know when it like something i think you guys tell me or i look up a band and be like oh when are they touring like i get a super excited it's all word of mouth yeah yeah Corey. <coughs> Corey tells me most of the shows yeah yeah Corey or uh, my friend anna also tells me about some shows do we have any coming up I don't think so. Yeah, I can't think of any. No, I don't think so. We should Matt Matt should get on that. Matt. Yes. Your job right now is to research cool shows. Metal shows? Yeah. Coming <laughs> Well you guys are talking about Y and T. Oh. Are they touring? And yeah like, they are. Like White Snake <laughs> like White Snake is coming yeah. around. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny that your cousin dissed White Snake's guitar player without knowing that yeah. this is White Snake's guitar player. Yeah. Do you know the story? No, I, I don't. Super upset about that. So fucking funny. Can you? Do you want to tell a story? Because I will not get it right. Well, basically, Kelly was gonna date date uh, was hanging out or slash dating this guitar player, and she had no idea it was like White Snake. And this guy would like totally wear leather, like leather pants, leather jacket, like metal guy. Yeah. Right? So like. <laughs> I guess one day that a song was playing or somebody mentioned White Snake and she and she had previously had a bad um, like memory of White Snake. So she kind of was like, Oh, White Snake, uh, and he's like, Well, I played for White Snake. And she's like, Whoa, <laughs> you totally ruined that chance of yeah, backstage with, relationship over. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> that I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. That's intense. I, there's, what, like, how long was that going on for? I, I don't know. It was years ago. She's still a friend with him. Oh, Can I, we get? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think he plays for them anymore, right? No, Wasn't he doesn't. He like a, yeah, yeah he it was, was like kind of a touring guitarist. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, oh, uh, there's this app, like the instrument, or, or talking about instruments timbre uh -huh. it's like spelt like that like timber mm -hmm. that's a great fucking app yeah for concerts because it um, goes the the closest 
concerts and then you can click on the band and then it'll actually play and so when like death to all was coming around you can click on it and fucking leprosy would play and you're like what that's on there that's fucking awesome because <laughs> you don't you just don't expect that stuff to be on there open casket yeah great song that whole album that show was fun speaking of concerts open casket that was a great fucking show that was a great show that guitar, the singer though, he was he was great singer and guitar player, but I felt like he was concentrating too hard because he was pretty emotionless unless somebody else on stage started fucking with him. Yeah, I don't remember his name offhand. Uh, uh, he played for Cynic too. We fucking talked tour. to him. Yeah, we did. For, we hung out with him for a while. Yeah, during the last yeah Cynic show. So this is this is not respectful. Let me try and figure out what his name is real quick. Yeah, I remember that guy being very nice and him talking about the death tool show and yeah we chatted jason? him up for a long time What's his name jason but i feel like there's a lot of pressure on him because he's the only one in the band that hasn't really played on any death albums right that's like, true so i feel like he's this new face that everyone doesn't know and he's like oh who's this singing you know chuck we can't have this um so he's it, probably super either super nervous or Maybe that's just the kind of guitar player he is. What's his name? Are you sure it was Jason, Matt? Because this is... Uh, I, I, saying his name is Max Phelps. Um, I don't know. That could be Max. Yeah, Max Phelps. So many names went through my mind at that point. I'm terrible with names to begin with, so... Dude. <laughs> the obituary mosh pit? Oh, fuck. <laughs> craziest it's weird it's not even the they're not even like the heaviest band i've ever been in a mosh pit for no far no but i'll tell you what that is a level of mosh pit fandom that i've not experienced in i yeah. was actually hurt and still am hurt to this day really from that from the yeah his finger from the fat chick oh yeah. really the cow surfing cow <laughs> is that what the singer said no 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 there was oh. a guy next to me that oh. said I, I didn't know uh, cows crowd surf or something like that oh my gosh Matt's finger got bent in her badge no <laughs> <laughs> I would wanted to hit her badge slipped in the folds dude I, uh, I, I take solace in knowing that her shoes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yes. right. yeah. There was a point where we all, everyone got pissed, and then you were like, "Are you trying to take their shoes?" <laughs> and so he came around later and was asking around for them. Yeah, <laughs> and we just well, looked at each other and laughed. You know, I I, I respect crowd surfing. It was yeah, but it, when it goes to the level of like they're like elbowing no, elbow you and kick, kicking you while they're surfing, they're not staying still. You know what I mean? Well, you know? yeah, but. And then once they make it onto on the stage, they don't kind of give you warning. They just kind of like, like frantically just jump and like arms and legs flailing. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how I got hurt. Well, yeah. yeah that, and that does suck. And yeah. that's why, that's why we all started. That was funny because I didn't expect the whole crowd to join in the stealing of shoes. Yeah. That really took off. A lot of people got pissed. And I, I remember seeing like part of the crowd 
apart at one point, yeah. and then the, yep. the people actually forcing the bodies to the ground. Yes, I was part of that. Like they were pushing them down as was they that jumped. You? No, I was, yeah, I started to do it, and guys, people were dragging them down. Yeah. Yep. Like well, it was enough was enough. They were kicking people in the head and it wasn't just like it wasn't like a fucking Aerosmith concert where there's just a body laying there and people are passing them around that, with right. sweet emotions playing. You know? <laughs> fucking people are getting their fingers your finger still hurts, that was months ago. Yeah, no, yeah. I, my middle got, finger, unfortunately. I got kicked in the head. Yeah, and my thumb. And your thumb? I I can't play guitar for extended periods because it, it gets so cramped. That sucks. Yeah. Well, at least she doesn't have a fusion. I wanted to punch her in the cut. See, Matt should sh sit here. Because <laughs> he's already in this. You're already in this, Matt. Fucking yeah. do it. Yeah, it's, it's, you, you've, well, said, you've said a lot no, at this point. I'll, I'll see you've I think you've almost talked more than me. <laughs> okay. Is that hard? <clears throat> have you actually listened to any of these albums? That we're gonna talk about. I tried listening to Insinferium. Insinferium. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Okay. Do we want to move into the yeah sure portion? Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, I don't care. Let's see. I'm just gonna get myself prepared to discuss. Sorry, I'm in my own world. That's fine. I'll pop in when I can. Yeah, and I'm now I'm struggling because. Okay, then I'm gonna start us off. So, um, the album I'm reviewing is "Emergence" by Shilma Gognar. <laughs> I know it took me a while to get that. Yeah. <laughs> Which was an extremely impressive album. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say it's like the best thing I've ever heard in my life, but for I like the first song. I thought for sure you sent me an instrumental album. Yep. Yeah. I thought so too when I was first listening to it. I was, I was like, oh, there's like a dream theatery kind of vibe going on, but like kind of like with more of an edge, or at least like more of an actual edge. Because dream theater kind of feels like, like they're trying really hard, to like, to get there. Yeah. Um, which is probably Mike Portnoy's fault. He's not in the band anymore. But I haven't listened to Dream Theater's new stuff in a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> Either have I. I haven't listened to anything since Mike left. Actually, I haven't heard any. Song. I think before that, I haven't listened to anything. Oh really? Yeah, I think the album before he left, I was just like, I, I don't. Know. Oh, I have. I got into the album, the last album, a little bit. It's oh, okay. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just you know you compare it to the first couple albums they put out, and it's you know, it's kind of like any band that's been around for that long. It's hard to keep reinventing the wheel all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I Like, Dream Theater comes in, like, most bands come in waves. Like, yeah. it's just like, oh, I'm in a Dream Theater mode. So it was like, I'm not going to get into the al these albums until I get into that mode. Yeah. 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 But uh, anyways, back to this one. So the album is called Emergence, and I think it came out in 2014. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the first song, I Am the Abyss, is like this instrumental really like awesome kind of metal song that's kind of proggy um and then the next song emergence comes on and it's like a black metal song so yeah it's, yeah it was it was kind of impressive actually the transition because it didn't really feel bad it yeah. was like oh 
this is a nice change of pace. And it felt like a nice surprise, too, because I had no idea what the band was about. Um, Eden and Ashes was really good. This World Shall Fall felt like the title was basically ripped off from an immortal. Yeah, uh, all, all shall, shall fall. fall. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that, I don't remember which song it was offhand, but the, these guys sound an awful like, uh, an awful lot like uh, Demi Borger from various periods of time. There's like a song in there that sounds just like a song from Stormblast. Um, there's another song that sounds like it came off of um, Death Cult Armageddon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and then there's another one. There's a couple that actually sound very Stormblasty. And they don't sound like they're ripping off Demi Borger, but they sound influenced. Like, yeah, I think very heavily influenced by yeah. them. Um, and maybe also some Old Man's Child also, which makes a lot of sense, uh, being that uh, Galder plays in, in both, both. both bands. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, it was a really good album. I listened to it like three or four times, Yeah, for sure. Probably the day, I, the first day I heard it, I think I listened to it like two and a half times. Yeah. Um, yeah, super good. So this is... A band that I was kind of high in bed again. This is how this comes about a lot. And I just, I was going through my like Spotify thing, Discover, and it came across that band. And I listened to it and it was that first track. And it was like, it was perfect for being stoned. Just because it's so instrumental. It's almost like, like an overture in a way. And, uh, and I was like, Okay, I'm saving this in my playlist. <laughs> I come back to that later. And when I had to pick an album, I was like, okay, I think I'll send him this one. So I'm kind of looking forward to whatever is coming out next from them. Um, apparently they're writing. Yeah? Yeah. Um, is it really they or is it one guy? It's two people. Okay, because oh. it, it seemed like it was a single mind at first. You know, the thing is, <gasps> it's two people, but it is kind of a single mind because one of the guys is like much more driven to make the band happen than the other so uh the band members uh one guy's name is uh nimble korg and the other guy's name is skirgy 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 <laughs> and um skirgy is uh, as, as they say on his website an old soul that while often burdened by a deep melancholy <laughs> found the ability to peer through the the bland layers of reality which is like a fucking ridiculous statement. <laughs> He's like, some I mean, prophet. The guy is <laughs> probably like a fucking office worker, you know? He just like writes black metal tunes in his spare time. Um, but the dude who makes the band happen is the Nimblecore guy. He, it says, like on the website, it says literally he is a driving force uh, behind Shimon Gognar. His style could be described as melodic and progressive. And I was like, that's basically correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, really cool. I'm, I'm pretty sure I had read that they're working on something right now. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah, I would like that to happen very much. I would also like Skirgi to get out of his office job at, uh, long enough to tour. Which is, that'd be cool. The, that description of him reminds me like he's a modern day like Rasputin or something. Just <laughs> yeah, I mean you know, buddy, mystic, 
I mean, you know, buddy, go talk to somebody. You know, if if that's not really a persona, go talk to someone. Like, I, I think it's a persona. It is. <laughs> I mean, you know, even Isan. Isan's fucking hella nice. Yeah. And that guy writes, the, you know, some of the darkest shit that's come out. Yep. I mean, he's also a Satanist. But yeah. Is he still? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh big time. <laughs> yeah. He's just a very nice Satanist. He's like King Diamond. The friendliest Satanist you've ever met in your life. <laughs> King Diamond is like the poster child for Satanism, I feel like. Yeah. Him and Isan both, I think, are kind of poster children. Although Isan, well, to a lesser extent, I think. What was the guy from, was it Mayhem? Which one? <laughs> what <laughs> what, drives you, what, what drives you to make music? Isn't, oh, no, that's, that's Gorgoroth, Gorgoroth, right? Is Isn't Gorgoroth? his name Fafnir? No, it's um, no. something different. Yeah. There's so many names. Let's see. I thought it started with a G. But, we'll uh, come back to that. We will. Should I? Um, yeah. Uh, let me go ahead and so I'm. Gonna oh yeah. Give, I'm gonna give the album a, a four out of six. Um. As like a general listen, like in the background, also a four out of six. I'll just give it a four out of six across the board. Yeah. I think it's a it's a it's a good album. It's not the best thing you're gonna hear in your life, but. It's it's really enjoyable, and I, I look forward to hopefully those guys making music for a long time to come because it was really enjoyable to listen to. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> <Here we go. clears throat> um, so, and the thing that kind of makes me worried is that this is their freshman album, so usually those are a lot better. Because they've had a lot of time to work on them, so I guess we'll see what this with the second album. Hopefully, it lives up, or is even surpasses. That would be awesome. That's what bands do. By the by, the way, I think Infernus is the name of the um, yes, of, of the guy from Gorgoroth. I don't. I don't think so. I think so. Also, looking at Gorgoroth's lineup, I didn't realize that Thomas uh, Ustland was the was the drummer for them. Because oh, yeah. he's the drummer on the last dissection record before um, John shot himself to death before he committed suicide. Ooh. Yeah, he oh. t- he toured it too. He's the that's the drummer that's on the. Um, what is that album? That album is called um, Riancos. Yeah, which is has like solid songs, <clears throat> but some bad songs also. Matt's doing the shuffle in the bathroom. <laughs> the truffle shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. But yeah. So that's my that's my review of that <clears throat> of that album. Okay. Yeah. Um, and again, I didn't really listen to it that much. I maybe listened to it like two or three times. Mm-hmm. So I've heard it more than you have. Yeah, and I I agree with all your ratings and assessment of it. Um, I feel like I I could maybe grow to love it more with more listens, because um, I'm just like I don't feel that familiar with it, but I have a general feeling like it's definitely a good with some awesome parts. Yeah, yeah. Um. So my album that I had to listen to was Ensafirm's new album One Man Army, and getting into this album was interesting because I I've kind of been away from folk 
metal for a little while and I'm not really up to speed with any of it. And it's uh, the first listen through, I was just like, oh God, like, okay, <laughs> like I get it. And it just got, got better with every listen. And it's, it's one of those albums that's a grower, not a shower, which I think <laughs> is always lasting, has lasting appeal when albums are like that because it's always revealing something new on every listen. And I don't think every, there's no person in the band or instrument in the band that really shines. I think it's well composed and it's all just kind of um, good as a whole. Like there's no ripping solos or awesome drum parts that stand out. There's just like little bits here and there that that shine through. Um, the uh, the first track, March of War, kind of is a light track that's almost kind of Lord of the Rings-esque, getting into it. Goes into Acts of Judgment, which basically kicks your ass. I feel like this album is almost split up into two parts. There's the first half, um, and then there's, there's, which, okay, so the first half kind of kicks your ass. So you got Acts of Judgment on there, One Man Army. Those are both just ripping double bass and headbanging songs. And then you get Burden of the Fallen, which is again like, you know, you're in Rivenfell or Riven, <laughs> Riven, <laughs> and you're kind of hanging out with all the elves and stuff. And then it goes into kind of more anthemic. Uh, songs in the end which the second half pisses me off because it's like preparing me for a war that I'm never gonna fight <laughs> and I just I'm looking for it like I'm getting all pumped that they, that they fucked up like part two should be part one and part one should be part two uh, I get to go it should be like we're getting pumped up we're, we're walking from the Shire <laughs> and, then, and, and then mayhem yeah. maybe maybe I didn't think about that but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with the second part because it, it ends on the epic, mm -hmm. which is uh, Descendants, Defiance, and Domination, which, by the way, the beginning of that is totally Agalock. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, maybe the first, like, 15 seconds, which there's just, you know, like an arpeggiation, which you're just like, oh, I'm... Sagalock, okay, I kind of want to listen to this now. But <laughs> Antlers off in the distance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I guess, uh, so after Burden of the Fallen, which is kind of like my midway point, um, you get into songs like uh, Cry for the Earthbounds, which there's a part in that song that where a woman comes in and sings, and it reminds me of early um, In Flames. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, I like, and that made me want to go back to that and listen to that. <laughs> uh, what's the first album? Is it a uh, Lunar Strain? Lunar Strain, yeah, totally. Yeah, like where, where, where Jesper is? Uh, doesn't he play uh, drums on the? Is it no? He played drums for Hammerfall. He plays guitar for mm -hmm. In Flames. Jesper Stromblad, and then it was like sister or something did the vocals. Maybe I'm totally pulling that out of my ass. I, think I don't you know. Are a good yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's never been a female vocalist for that band. In the first album, there yeah, totally there, there, is. There was a 
chick like back up. So yeah, and, no, 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 not. I mean, as a four, as a front person. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. There's, there's female vocals. Yeah, but I, and, okay, I see. What and that's mean. what I'm talking about with this song. Is it's like there's no female vocals through most of the album, <laughs> but like there, there's that song which there is, and it reminds me of In Flames, um, which I really love. Two of Spades is borderline ridiculous, but I fucking love it because it's. Two of Spades reminds me of Ace of Spades, and almost the lyrical content reminds me of Motorhead. Um, and there's this part midway that goes into this. I, the first part reminds me of Pink Floyd, and then it goes into a funky disco. <laughs> like, and it's the yeah. most out of place section of a song, but in, in whole, it makes total sense. And it goes right into fucking kicking your ass. And you're like, what the fuck did I just listen I to? I know. It's like, what just happened to me? <laughs> and they do a brilliant job. And that's why I think, like, I feel like all these people in this band are, I, I don't know who composes it, but they did a great job. Um, and then, yeah, so that's most of the album. It's it's really great, and I, I feel like it started off maybe a two out of six, and then it became. Uh, I'm gonna say like a four and a half out of six. All right, solid. And that's not including the bonus tracks, which the bonus tracks I fucking love. <laughs> I think uh, my brother would disagree, but there's. Um, I think Candor and Lies, there's like two versions of that, which I think there's a Finnish one and an American one, and I love both of them. There's a female vocalist on one and a male vocalist on the other. And I think the last song, the it's bonus song, is a joke, because you listen to all the lyrics and it's, again, fucking ridiculous. And I like the bonus tracks, I have a good time, like War Metal is a cover and I it's great just to that whole bonus stuff just puts a smile on my face so I think four and a half out of five for the total listen um for background music I'm gonna give it a five or sorry five out of six because uh you kind of sit there listen to it and and a lot of the more interesting parts kind of like pop out at you and distract you in a good way. And then listening to it high is probably no change. I want to say four and a half out of five or six, six, sorry, four and a half out of six. So, and I think we, we have to get it hooked up sometime where we can play snippets of the songs <laughs> as we review them. Yeah. Cause there's some of these where I really want to, like show them and and give examples of i'm pretty sure we can um i checked into some of the fair use stuff yeah and i'm pretty sure we can do that and i can always just go back in later and make it so that it's not like coming out of a phone but it's the actual track right um yeah as long as you own it i think that would be what do you what do you mean we'll kind of, we'll kind of like like whether spotify or whatever Oh, as long as I can get a copy yeah. of it. Yes, that's that's a hundred percent correct. <laughs> why, why did you just wink at me? 
You're kind of cute. Hey. <laughs> Fuck, I'll never forget that. Um, anyways. Uh-uh. Be prepared as a listener for many inside jokes that you will never hear about. <laughs> uh, no, they'll eventually get it. Oh, should we, should we tell that it. story? Uh, it's up to you. Why not, I guess? I mean, it's not really a story. We were all hanging out at my house. Right, and your dad was over with Dio. Yeah, and a good every the family. Yeah, and everyone was drunk. Well, of course, that's what oh, happens yeah. when our parents would get together. <laughs> yeah, fuck. yeah. I would say the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Fell a little far. <laughs> we still drink, yeah. but we don't, we don't not, drink not like that. Like <laughs> no, not like that. That's a that's a different level of drinking. Um. Anyway, so I went downstairs, I think, to get, like, a soda or something. Yeah. And fucking Dio looks at me and goes, hey, you kind of cute. <laughs> like, fucking 16. Yeah, and you had, like, long hair. And I remember that because you were, like, you were walking downstairs. You were either just in your underwear, like your boxers, or you were... I don't, sh- I don't think I was. I think you were, you had, your shirt was off. I know that for a fact. You That's the, probably yeah, correct. Yeah, so it was... <laughs> it was just completely... Yeah, Dio has kind of disgusting. By the way, we know he was joking. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most most funny stories though, like most funny stories that are like that involve Dio in some way. I can definitely say if I'm having a bad day, I just think about him. Yep. And the other guy's Elmo. You guys haven't worked with him, but anyway, I know Elmo. Yeah, but you just you think about one of those two guys and immediately put a smile on your face because you're like. My life really doesn't suck. Why? Well, <laughs> if you put it that way. Wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not like I'm gonna commit suicide today. The most like honest motherfucker. Now, uh, I'll, I'll never forget Elmo. He had to spray some poison, and the end of the, the end of the novel had like dried sludge in it, like dried poison. It was uh, no, no, it was so copper, copper green, copper, copper green. green. So yeah. he starts fucking sucking on the end of it <laughs> to is, get the to get the shit out. This is after he <laughs> he sprayed the whole deck with copper green, and he looked like the Hulk. He was green, completely green. Oh my god! After he got done doing it. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's like all I think about when I, when someone mentions him. I go, he's the guy who will just suck toxic things out of hoses. Yeah, doesn't care. He's also the same guy that, that pretended to be illiterate for like 10, 15 years when he could read perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking insane. <laughs> Is he still alive? Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. <clears throat> I don't know how. He must have the genetics going He's on. He's actually not that old. But he looks He terrible. looks. I remember him looking 50 when I was like 10. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. He's like, he's like either late 60s. No shit. Yeah, so he was probably 50 no, no, <laughs> when you were no, dead. No, but seriously. <laughs> no, no. He looks older than he does. That's what I'm So you tell me he looks 80 now? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. With a giant nose. Because he fucking broke it like five times. <laughs> oh my goodness. Not surprised. Yeah. Um. We were going to talk about bloodbath. Oh, wait. Before we get to bloodbath, yes. I want to uh, say a couple things about Ensophirum. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think this band would be fucking awesome to see live. We did see them live. We saw them live. Yeah, you yeah, guys saw them live. So yeah, what, what did you think? It was, it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, because I remember listen, listening to some of their stuff like when I was younger. And it was kind of like when you know the bands you like, you're like, fuck everybody else. My bands rule. Mm-hmm. Kind of that attitude. Um, that when I saw them on stage, it totally blew me away. Because I'm like, here's these guys walking on with war paint and freaking kilts or whatever they were wearing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is going to be this is stupid. Because earlier there were guys like dressed up as bumblebees. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and like they were like dancing around stage. And like, okay, this is just crazy. Yeah, and one of them, one of them played saxophone. Yeah. It, it was, the whole the whole night was enjoyable. But yeah. when Instagram got on stage, it was like, yeah. oh my God. These guys just totally blew blew my blew my panties off my yeah. That was the first concert I think I had been to where a wall of death happened too. Oh, I think that was, was Corey there. Yeah, I think yeah. he's the one who did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, I don't know how Corey does it, dude. Yeah. He just like goes to a metal show, knows everyone there, does crazy shit, like ends up talking to the bands every fucking show he goes to. Yeah, it's crazy to me. He's gonna. I guess he's gonna be a social worker. He's gonna go to school for to be a social. He got accepted to like San Diego State or something. Sweet. Yeah. San Diego sweet. I think so. Yeah. He's like, this is crazy, and I was like, not really. Like. Hard work, dude. Yeah. Hard work. Hard working guy. Anyways, <clears throat> yeah, great band. You're right. They are a great band to see live. Yeah. Especially when walls of death are happening. <laughs> yeah. And, no, I, I felt like war. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to have this confirmed. I feel like they're a band that's like very serious, but also doesn't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, they seem like serious musicians, but the music is very fun. And, yeah, and heavy. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. I'd also love to see Fintral live since we're talking about bands yeah. like this. Moon Sorrow. Yeah. Moon Sorrow would definitely be great. Do they do they tour? I don't think they not in the U.S. Mm. Yeah. But if they were to do it, it'd be like the way Emperor did it. It'd be like just a handful of shows, like East Coast, West Coast, yeah. Chicago. Just to make the the, because I mean, not to give them a bad name, but they're not that big. Yeah. Over here. Yeah, I think they're bigger in Europe because yeah. I always see them like. I mean, in, the, you know, they'll do a a band will do a Europe tour or a U.S. tour and then go to Europe and then move, oh with Moon Sorrow. I'm like, God damn it, come over here. I mean, they, they've done a lot of metal. Like open Festivals. air, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I yeah. I think I can definitely get more into this band than I am now. So, <laughs> thank you for the pick. You are welcome. <laughs> oh, should we go pick. for picks? We yeah. Do yeah. you want to do that now? Yeah, sure. Your next pick uh, isn't actually like extremely new, but it's a um, it's a band that you will enjoy. It is um, <clears throat> decapitated, yes. and the album is called Blood Mantra. It's from September of last year, so it's not like the newest of the new, but um, it's a relatively recent album okay. to discuss. So um, I hope that you basically like getting your ass kicked for like an hour, because 
I think, I think I'm that's gonna, what I'm giving you. So is this like when I first listened to Amana Marth and was like, you know, oh, I just need to take a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> Have you ever heard Decapitated before? Yeah, there's yes. okay. bits and pieces, but yeah. not, no full albums or anything. I think I, I played guitar. Decapitated. I played that for you and you're like, man, that's all right. Yeah. And then like you you kind of went on again, you went on your own like path to find them the way I found them. Yeah. And it's just the guitar work on it's just phenomenal. Yeah, dude, the guitar player is so good. It, oh man. I just love I just love it. Yeah. The it's drummer died a few years back. They stopped didn't they, they stop for a little bit? I think so. Yeah. I don't know what it is about like drummers like that. They seem to they seem to die. I mean, I don't want to sound like... like Spinal Tap? <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like... Being a drummer is hazardous to your health. He died and the drummer from Gorguts died, you know? Yeah. It's just really weird. I don't know. And, and, and they're both like similar kinds of, kinds of drummers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm overgeneralizing. I can only think of two, but it feels like if you're going to reach that tier of drumming that your life is in danger. <laughs> like if, you, if you become that good, then, then you need to be prepared. There's a lot of drummers then that, uh, that might be in there. Like Trim. <laughs> trim. No way. I haven't heard about Trim in a while, man. Who knows what's happened to Trim? I think he's still around. Yeah, uh, yeah, he is. I don't think he, I don't know if he still plays for bands though, does he? Or is he in? Uh, uh, fuck, I no, I don't know if he is. I think I read something recently. I can't remember. Uh, I would love yeah. it if he's still playing. Um, he's so insane. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's your your album is is decapitated blood mantra. Decapitated. Uh, yours is mm -hmm. coming out in two days. Enslaved. Oh, in time. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is gonna be fucking awesome. I yeah. can't wait to listen to it. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's like a gift. <laughs> Praises. Damn it, I didn't want to listen to them ever. Yeah, dude, their um, their last album they put out is so fucking proggy. Yeah, it's so good. Oh my god. Sometimes shit comes on my Spotify, and I'm like. Who the fuck is like on my black metal station? And all of a sudden, like this proggy stuff starts. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's like listening to like a King Crimson album. It's like, oh, it's enslaved. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, what? Oh, wow. I was <laughs> expecting that. Yeah, it's weird to listen to like their their first ever album. And Frost. Listen, yeah, and then listen to yeah. it now, and you're like, God, how'd they get here? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you mean you mean these are the same people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they're not exactly the same people, but uh, yeah. I mean, you got some some originals in there still. Yeah, yeah. Trim was on the first album. That's right. Trim is. I mean, even he has evolved. In the first album, he's actually really not that great, and now he's just like, I mean, he's incredible. Yeah, I. Yeah, I haven't listened to that first album too much. I actually have it on CD. I remember I, w I went to. Uh, Rasputin and I saw the uh, artwork and I'm like I'm getting this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I found out about Children of Bottom. Yeah, yeah. Best purchase made on artwork I think I've ever done. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. 
Yeah, I got Follow the Reaper. I think it was like 15 or 16. I mean, I don't know if there is a better metal album for a 15 or 16-year-old back when that album came out. I remember you listened to that and you were like, man, I'm, I'm kind of pissed about this because this is what I wanted to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had like a vision of what I wanted to do in music and then I was like, well... <laughs> That's that that's gone. That dream is over. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this guy beat me to it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I remember that too. I remember saying that. <laughs> it really fucking pissed me off. I was like, damn, it's perfect. There's nothing I can change. Yeah. Oh my god. That's like one of the best metal albums too. And it, I think also in part give some credit to the production here because of Peter Tackran. Yeah, it was recorded in Abyss. It was mixed, mastered, produced by Peter. I mean, the guy is... I feel like this is a pretty good segue into Bloodbath. Okay. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I feel like if you mention Peter Tagrin, it's a good segue into any death metal Yeah, band. that's true. Like, yeah. we could... Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he, didn't, if he didn't play an instrument on it, he produced it. Probably. Or Dan Swano. Yeah, or Dan Swano. <laughs> probably, I mean, Dan Swano isn't, I don't think, as popular, but I think in terms of how many bands he's produced, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody that's produced as many metal bands as him. You go on his website, he just goes on and on and on. Yeah. It's very impressive. <clears throat> he's got to make the, the dollars yeah. his meat, man. I'm glad he backed it down, though, because I, I think I had read an interview with him where he said, like, he wasn't able to spend any time with his children because he was working so much. Yeah. <clears throat> also a good segue into Bloodbath because they were both in it. <laughs> yeah, at, at, different, at, at different points in time. We like, we like went there and then <laughs> we left segue and out. it was like the same. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, uh, speaking of good producers, Michael's a pretty good producer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Jonah Rensk. Oh my god. No, but in all seriousness, if they could just um, please get um, Axon Root off of those albums now, that'd be great. He was really good on um, Nightmare Made Flesh. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and even on the other ones, like um, the last couple that came out, but on this new one, Grand Morbid Funeral, I mean, just terrible death metal. It's just so bad. Not good death metal drumming. So. I mean, what's your overall take on it? Uh, I mean, I if I'm gonna I'm, I, if I'm gonna rate it, I'm gonna give it like a three out of six. Yeah. Um, if I'm gonna give it a weighted score, like if I'm like, you know, weighing this album against other Bloodbath albums and not just as a metal release by a, yeah. like a band that exists, it's gonna get a two out of six because it's just not, it's not on par. Um, it's I, I don't I don't think it's on par with I, yeah. I listened to it for a while so that we could talk about it and then like literally I stopped and put on nightmare nightmares made flesh uh, yeah I, I can't listen to this album without thinking about the previous releases yeah. and how I'm upset about it because I feel like even the composition itself isn't as strong no it's it's weak. Like I, because part of me is like the the singer who I can't remember his name right now, uh, uh, is Nick, something is a big part of it, 
But I got used to him pretty quick, actually. You know, like, I can listen to it, but then part of me thinks, like, well, if Michael is on this, then I have a feeling this might have sounded much better. But I, I don't think he could have saved it, though. Uh, no, I don't think he could have saved it. It's just some of the parts, like, I imagine Michael's voice in there, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, that would have been better. But, yeah, like, there's there's bits and pieces of this album that are kick-ass, but most of it falls short, and it's not a cohesive piece that uh-uh. keeps me interested. It actually doesn't feel cohesive at all. No. Um, track to track, it, it's, it feels dynamic in an unnatural way. Um, and it feels overly produced in, in some aspects and underproduced in others. Um, like the, the mix of drums to guitars is off sometimes. Like when I was listening to it, uh, I listened to it in a couple different ways on headphones in a car through Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Um, and in the car, I literally cannot hear certain things like at all. I have no idea what's going on sometimes with the mix. It's just really terrible. Um, and I've got a good sound system in my car. Um, and, uh, yeah. and, and headphones, it definitely comes across the best in headphones. Cause I think because I have two different independent, like a left and a right mix. Yeah. That's a little bit easier to pick things out of, but, um, the drums, I mean, outside of just being played terribly, um, I mean, they're in time. That's about all I can say about them. That's polite. I think. They sound literally like he's playing the last Opeth record, which, by the way, he's great on that. Uh-uh. It's almost like he was couldn't get out of that headspace. Oh, really? That's how I, I felt. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I haven't listened to the last Opeth record that much, but, yeah, I, I can't comment on that. Yeah. But, I mean, the drums don't stand out for me, mm-hmm. and I feel like you can comment on them uh, way more than I can because... I, to me, they just sound like they're there, and I'm not wowed by anything. And I feel like with this album, there's parts of it that call back to previous albums, and I'm like, oh, why don't they just do that more? Or like, why don't they continue that? And I'm like, why am I listening to this album? I can just listen to previous albums and be happy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you don't even have to go that far back. Even like, well, you know what's weird is, like, even the last album... Um, that they released before this one. Um, God, what was the name of it again? Uh, Anyways, it doesn't matter. The last album that they put out before this one was actually really uh, a grower. I remember not really loving it the first time I heard it. And then over time, it became like one of my favorite albums that they have. But I yeah. actually don't think this is, I don't think that this is going to happen with this one. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. Yeah, I kept listening to it, and like I, I would hit those parts that would be, that I would be amazed by, and yep. then think like, okay, there's something to latch on to here. But with further listens, I just can't. No, it feels so fucking lazy. Like, you think so? Oh god, it, it feels so late. It really doesn't feel like anybody gives a shit in this band. And I think it's partly because of how long it took to get this album out. Like, it doesn't feel... It feels like it just lay dormant and forgotten about. And then they were like, oh, we have... We got Nick Holmes now. It's time to record. And everybody was like, oh, I've never finished the song. Except for... (laughs) (laughs) Except for... um, uh, What is it? Uh, That song, Anne. 
that I'm I am pretty sure that uh, Sodomizer wrote because it sounds so much like the song that he wrote on the previous album. I th- I think I, uh, I oh the uh, the Fathomless Mastery I think was the last album. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I that song is so good. Are you gonna cue it up? No, I dang my phone's about to die. Oh, but I was gonna look for that album because. I wanted to comment on that one too because at first listen with that I was not a fan of that album mm-hmm. and it ended up becoming one of my favorites. Yeah. There's some solos in there that get me wet. <laughs> <laughs> that whole that that album has quite a few uh paint ticklers on it. <laughs> paint. And and same know. with Blessing the Virgin Born. Yes. That one too like yes. there was one song on there that I enjoyed. Weak aside. Uh, no, that one came later, oh. and I fucking love that whole <laughs> thing. Is yeah, weak as, aside makes me weak in the knees. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I, I, I want to pause this podcast and fucking listen to the, those albums now. <laughs> <laughs> so this piece of shit. Oh man, dude. You know, and, you know that's the thing though is like they raised the they set the bar so high. Yeah. Yeah, their first two records. Yeah, it's, and another thing to keep in mind is just is just that um, you know, Swano isn't in the band anymore. Also, so I mean, they put out a couple good albums without him, but I think it's become very obvious like what's missing at this point because there aren't song there aren't songs like Eaten on this album, um, or songs like um, oh fuck, what is the name of the one off of uh. Um, fuck me. Mock the cross? No, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna oh, edit this man. later. But there's a song that he wrote on the first bloodbath album. Um, I. Yeah. Hold on a second. I'm gonna look it up. Furnace funeral. Did he? Is that the one he wrote? Oh no! Wait, you're thinking of the not the the. The first like EP, right? No, I'm thinking of of uh, Resurrection Through Carving. Oh, okay. Did he write Furnace Funeral? I don't know. He wrote one song on there. Oh God, he wrote The Soul Collector. Oh yeah. Which is fucking insanely good. And let me see what else he. I know for a fact he wrote Soul Collector. But so what I'm saying is like songs like that aren't on this album. You know, there's no Soul Collector. There's no Eaton. Um, you know, it's a very, I don't, I don't think he wrote this song, but just as like what this album's missing, there's no ominous blood vomit, mm-hmm. you know, it's very like, oh, if we play fast enough and we put like some of these chords in here and then we just have Nick Holmes, people will, people will buy it. It feels like Metallica's releases now. It's like, it doesn't, you know. Oh, like, that's brutal, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I mean, I, I get the whole, like, oh, shit, this isn't ready. Like, let's spend a day and just finish these tracks. <laughs> some of these tracks, really, I mean, like, you're talking about you need to just start from scratch on some of these. Just yeah. Pull, like, one or two riffs out and just start over. Like in uh, Metalocalypse, how they just, they keep on erasing their albums. <laughs> Not heavy enough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be me on a trench. It, so that, uh... uh 
their like sample song before this album came out was Grand Morbid Funeral, right? Which is like the worst song on the album. Yeah, and I remember listening to that and I had no hope for this album. And I was really hoping to be surprised and I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> if Sodomizer, I think Sodomizer needs to start his own. I think he was in a group if he's not in one anyways. He needs to have his own band because his, his songs have consistently been the best ones on this album and the last one. You can, And you can tell his style too. Oh yeah, it's basically like he took Morbid Angel and was just like, how would you like to have an even heavier <laughs> Morbid Angel? <laughs> it's like Morbid Angel 2.0. You're selling me on it already. I fucking love him, dude. It should be... His marketing agent. Yeah. I, I, wish his, I wish his name wasn't so fucking ridiculous. Sodomizer is such a stupid name. Uh-huh. God, he's so genius, though. Well, I mean, same with all the other pseudonyms. Yeah, I guess that's true. Abbott. We I only like the name Abbott because I have no idea what the fuck it means. <laughs> it, maybe it means sodomizer. Demon as. Fucking. Sulinoli. I still don't know what's happening with that. I guess when, oh, get, yeah, that's when right. there's some update about that, then we can talk about it here. But I yeah. think for right now, I don't believe that there is an update. Yeah. Matt, have you listened to the new Bloodbath album? No, I have not. Yeah. Yeah. Don't waste your time. <laughs> dude, dude. I, <laughs> I, I agree, dude. <laughs> listen to Anne, though. That's a really, that's a good song. That is a good I'm song. A, I'll give it a listen, but I, dude, I was just stuck on the VGs this week. <laughs> <laughs> I know you fucking were texting us about it. I'm sorry. No, don't I'm apologize. Just, I'm staying alive. The right BGs, now. the BGs are good. I mean, the guy's voice is if like I can really perfect high, that falsetto <laughs> where he says it. <laughs> anyway, no, I just I haven't I haven't gotten around. I do want to listen to it. Yeah, I'm gonna download it right now. Listen on my. You're own. gonna listen to the okay, just the song though, right? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll listen to the the, the CD on the way. To, Home tonight. The Bloodbath album? Yeah. Have you been listening to us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, go, go, I guess go, no, no, I guess I go right ahead. Yeah. No, but I mean, come on. And then shoot us a text and be like, why did I do this? Yeah. You know? <laughs> no. It, I should have been listening to the BGs. <laughs> you know, because we've been bashing it so much, I'm sure he's going to be like, no, it's not that bad. Yeah. Well, we've set the bar pretty fucking low. Well, this now. is coming from a drummer. Uh-huh. A bassist. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I think I see what's happening. Yeah, oh, the back okay. end. Yeah, the back end. <laughs> well, a bass and metal. Here. Come on. We're sitting <laughs> to Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're talking non-existent. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, Don't forget who used to sing and no, uh, what we did. I know. I know. Stupid fucking guitar player. <laughs> Shut up and play what I tell you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't think that ever happened. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure if that's the way that our band operated, I would have been kicked out very quick. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be that. Yeah, it'd be totally that scene in um, some kind of monster. Wait, you you play the drums. Just play like. You don't need to reinvent the drums, man. It's just a, it's a stock riff. (laughs) (coughs) The riff is stock. (laughs) 
And didn't he just keep saying that over and over? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, you should just have that all like, oh, hey, uh, a soundboard. Yeah, soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Just every time we're talking about an album, we're saying, but I don't know about this song. It's a stock riff. The riff is stock. <laughs> what does that mean? A stock riff? What the fuck does that mean? God, it never gets old. Like imitating a uh, fucking Lars, dude. Yeah, I know. It's like the best. Jim Brewer's impression. Oh God, <laughs> you you knapsack, huh? I worked hard for these cigarettes, man. <laughs> you to go get your own cigarettes, huh? Uh, oh God, I love Jim uh, Brewer. Yeah, I hope this podcast gets big so Jim Brewer can sit in my apartment and talk about metal with me. Oh, and he can sing some pretty killer Judas Priest. Oh yeah. We have all this the music equipment right there. Yeah, we do. We could we could we could have a whole jam session right here. We just, we, yeah, we just have to look up some Judas Priest. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool. Speaking of Judas Priest, I mean, you know, if we could get uh, oh god, if we could get Rob Halford in here. Oh fuck, there's yeah. a a number of people <laughs> that we I think we'd love, but that's. A little ways off, I think. yeah. By the way, you know, I want to backtrack a little bit actually on the bloodbath conversation, which is to say that, like, even Michael's vocals really weren't the best at the end. Like, um, on the albums, they were good, but if you listen to Live at Blood's Bloodstock, yes, and you listen to the um, the Wacken one, the uh, Wacken Carnage, oh, his vocals on the Wacken Carnage are like fucking sweet. I mean, you know, there was some of that bullshit where it's obvious he didn't rehearse because he was rehearsing with Opeth and he's like looking down at the lyrics on the floor. And screwed. Yeah, he's screwed fucking up. up. The yeah, yeah, he's fucking up. But I mean, as far as like the quality of the voice coming out of his mouth, amazing. But you listen to Live at, uh, you listen to Live at Bloodstock. I literally did not know it was Michael at first. I was like, did they have a different singer on Live at Bloodstock? And then you did one of his higher things and I was like, why is Mike singing like shit? You know, I <clears throat> I've totally forgot about that. And yeah. now that you say it, I remember listening to that like only a couple songs and being like, I can't listen to this. Yeah, it's not good. I do you wonder? I wonder if he's losing it, maybe. Because I mean, the last Opeth records have been no growls. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of wondering if it's like like Dan Swano. You know, he d he doesn't do the growls anymore. Uh uh. Yeah, he doesn't. Oh. So, which is, by the way, a huge disappointment. Well, you know, know. what? That's not 100% true, because on Witherscape, he sings. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Although, but he's not the whole album. Not the whole album, different guy. he still, yeah, he he still does sound do some like Dan. But, yeah, he does do, I think, some backups on that one. Yeah, but it, he can't sing the whole thing. Like, he can only do parts. Right? I think he won't sing the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. I think that he realized that, that he could either sing... Or he could do that metal vocal, and you can't do both. Yeah. Yeah. Because it fucking hurts. It it destroys it, your your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Or wasn't he going to release another solo album at one point? He, didn't he just he did. do that? He did? Yeah. Did you not listen to it? No. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Fucking I, like four months ago? Five months ago? Oh, yeah, dude. Fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go listen to it. Huh? Huh? 
Um, I'll get, I'll, oh. I'm not going to play it, but I'll, I'll get up. Uh, like, when is a song over, you know? <laughs> like, when did he decide to put this gold paint over there? <laughs> I just, I remember, uh, like, years ago, he was talking about writing for that album. Retribution. And being, being close to finished. Nightingale. Nightingale Retribution. Oh, well, yeah, that Nightingale. Are you? I'm talking You're about. not talking about Witherscape. No, I'm talking about, like, Moon Tower. Oh, oh no, 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 no. He said he was going to release something like that years ago. Yeah. No, Dino's right. He was talking about a Moon Tower 2 pretty recently. Yeah. No, I'm talking one months. like a couple a couple years ago. I remember reading on this forum where he said he was like like he had a bunch written for it and then he said, you know, again like Metalocalypse just threw it all away. Right. But yeah. then he I mean, the guy's got a day job, so you can't expect like something yeah, I mean, I think he he wrote stuff and then listened back to it and was like, no, I can't really say any of this and just stopped. But yeah, yeah. Fuck. I wish Dan would just write Crimson Three and stop <laughs> stop teasing us. Uh, you think so? No, not really. I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I don't really. Want, I don't. Think I don't I, really want one. I don't want a Crimson Three. But I would love. I would love a, another concept album with like some death metal stuff and some of his like 70s prog yeah kind of like euro trash keyboard sounds he uses yeah you know and i want something because i play moon tower like a lot on the drums yeah it's a fun one it is fun and i want him to release another album so i can have another album to play <laughs> <laughs> I would love for him to remaster that album. Like, not even remix it, but just, just remaster it. Yeah. I think that it could get much more crisp and, and deep Yeah, with the production that you can get nowadays. <clears throat> and we all know he can do it. Yeah, his records sound amazing. Yeah, some of the best sounding metal you're going to hear comes, yeah. comes, out of, comes out of him. Well, like some of the, the re-release stuff uh, from Nightingale that he did, too. Like, that stuff was... Yeah, the... Um, Amazing. Yeah, yeah. The Overture or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Nightfall Overture? Huh? Nightfall Overture? No, but it had a whole bunch, like one or two songs from each record. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of remastered. That's phenomenal. Yeah, that's a good album. His cover of uh, Melissa that he did. Yeah. So fucking good. It's like, I I actually listened to that album. Um,. And that is by far the greatest song. There is a lot of shitty stuff on that album. Yeah. Um, I, I, I listened to a couple tracks, too, and trying to avoid listening to that one because I knew it was going to influence me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... He does a great job. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like... If that song didn't exist on that album, I feel like the album as a whole would sound better because... The goodness of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like that song is so good that it just makes everything else sound terrible. Uh, yeah. On that album, um, but yeah, there's some stuff even like for some really popular bands on there where it just sounds like it's not even their best work. You know? Do Do like, you even do you think that song? We're just like such dance one oh fanboys that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because even even King Diamond said that that is the best cover of a Merciful Fate song he's ever heard. Is that song? Yeah. 
So it's not like it's just you and me oh, yeah. and Matt saying, oh, that song makes the other one sound bad. It's the fact that the guy who wrote the fucking song to begin with <laughs> yeah. is like, that is the best cover ever. I, I like Dan Swano's philosophy about doing covers. He's he's not about just doing it, like making the song over again. He's He only does it if he thinks he can make the song better. So... I mean, I'm not going to say that it's better than the original because it's so different that it's, you know, I'm not going to say that, but yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely just as good. Oh, the very Rain Man. Definitely just as good. Definitely. Definitely Definitely just as good. Definitely. Dad says. Are you going to say something your father has said? No, that's what he said to me. Oh, yes. In the movie. Definitely a three. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I, I think is that it. Is that yeah, this podcast? So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 we I mean, we really covered the gamut. We did some reviews. We got the next assignments. Talked about bloodbath. Got to talk shit about Metallica. More to come. Metallica had their. <laughs> By the way, I feel like I mean, let's just be perfectly honest here. That's just talking shit about Metallica is just kind of like. That's low hanging. That's low hanging fruit. Oh my god! No, they're they're amazing. They were amazing. They probably they, 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 I have yet to see them live. They probably are still amazing live. Yeah, I gotta tell you that like they sucked. They had released um, Death Magnetic. No, it wasn't that recent. I gave up. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it was uh, some it was kind of Saint monster. Anger? Saint Anger. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, some kind of monster was the document, which, by the way, is so good. That's a really great documentary. Yeah, it is. Um, it's too bad the album doesn't live up to the documentary. As uh, <laughs> you smile when you say that, <laughs> I, I, I fucking can't hold Talk it back. Talk about low hanging fruit. Dude, it is. <laughs> you just can't help yourself. Dude, at I all. can't. It's just del- it's it's too delicious <laughs> to avoid. Um, yeah, I saw them on that tour and. Uh, it was insanely good. It was really, really good. Just like A plus, one of the best concerts I've ever. Well, been I to. mean, they play a lot of their old stuff. Yeah, they do. They just... they ended up playing like tons of uh, B sides as the encore. They played like No Leaf Clover and a bunch of stuff. Did they play Dyer's Eve? Yeah, they did. Oh. Yeah, they played Dyer's Eve. It was it was phenomenal. Yeah. And God Godsmack opened up for them, who I also was not stoked about. Uh huh. And Godsmack was amazing live. Not, not even gonna lie, that was. <laughs> I fucking will never buy a Godsmack album. That was so much fun. <laughs> so, yeah, that fucking singer's playing guitar. He's doing a, a drum off with the drummer, and he's a really great drummer. And it was a really really fun show. Yeah, yeah, it was great. So Metallica is is. I still have a lot of respect for them as far as like capability, but. Yeah, like the creativity feels like gone to me. Yeah, <clears throat> I am the table. No, only Matt. I, I Do don't. You not know what I'm talking no, about. No, I right don't. Now? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Save that for next time. Okay, we'll talk about the table next time. Um. Okay, so I guess we'll sign off. Signing off. All right. See you guys next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>